0: This episode of Proper English is brought to you by the weather and in particular the rain and the idiom a storm in a teacup. And I'm
1: Dave. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which, as you all know, is called...
0: Proper Proper English. English. If you're learning English and you want to know the correct words to describe heavy rain...
1: If you get stuck thinking of how to describe the state between mist and drizzle...
0: If you're puzzled by the difference between
1: sleet and rain... Then proper English is just the thing for you.
0: So, in this episode, we're going to talk about a phenomenon that is really useful when it comes to starting a conversation.
1: The weather. Mm, I used to think that it was only us Brits who were obsessed with this particular subject, but the more students I speak to when I talk, the more I realise it's not just us. That's the great thing about the weather. It happens all over the
0: world. (laughs) No matter where you are.
1: And in English we have so many different descriptions and verbs and euphemisms and phrasal verbs when it comes to the weather.
0: Speaking of which, we'd best go indoors. Uh, It's looking a bit black over Bill's mother's. eh? It's what my grandma used to say when dark storm clouds were approaching from the horizon.
1: OK, I get that bit. But who's Bill? Good question, Ali. Thank you. Well...
0: To start with, Bill is the shortened form of the name William, but I think our listeners might already know that... Mm.
1: worth explaining though.
0: Yeah it is and my understanding is that this saying goes back to the early 20th century and the Bill in this case refers to Kaiser Wilhelm II, who was the last German Emperor.
1: Mm, And Kaiser Bill had quite a turbulent, you could say stormy, relationship with his neighbouring countries.
0: So the sight of thunderclouds coming our way became known as being black over Bill's mothers. Anyway The storm's approaching, so we should go indoors before we get drenched. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay, drenched, soaked to the skin, wet through like a drowned rat, sopping wet, wringing wet, all different ways to describe how you end up when you get caught in the rain.
0: And, in our language, there are many, many different ways to describe rain and rainy conditions.
1: What's it like out?
0: It's chucking it down there. The heavens have opened. It's coming down in buckets. Oh, and a good one from my home county of Yorkshire. It's siling it down. Oh, I
1: don't think I've heard that one before.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Surprising, considering the number of rainy days you've lived through back in Sheffield. Oh,
1: too right, yeah. And do you remember back in 2007, when it rained so heavily that the River Don burst its banks, and I had to come down in the car to pick you up from town?
0: Blimey, yeah. It flooded a lot of the east end of Sheffield. At one point, Meadowall Shopping Centre was under nearly two metres of water. It wasn't that bad in the city centre earlier in the evening, but I remember paddling across town and meeting you at the bottom of the city road. My shoes were squelching.
1: Yeah, and I remember water sort of had come up to your knees because your trousers were, <laughs> were a lot darker below the <sighs> knee than they should have been.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not a good situation. Hmm.
1: Of course, when it comes to describing heavy rain, we have raining cats and dogs, which we talked about back in episode four.
0: And if you haven't listened to that or any of our earlier podcasts,
1: they're all still available. Oh, yes. And, you know, we don't really use that one very often, cats and dogs, but it does seem to be a popular topic of conversation with our students, perhaps because it's so unusual.
0: We're not the only ones to have strange ways to describe heavy rain, you know. Mm-hmm. In Denmark, they say it's raining shoemakers' apprentices, so I've heard.
1: What? (laughs) In Serbia, the rain kills the mice, is what they say.
0: (laughs) That's savage rain, isn't it? (laughs) And in the Czech Republic, apparently, you would say tractors are falling.
1: Well, definitely time to go down in the cellar if that's happening.
0: You're not kidding. Here in Portugal, my student Joaquim tells me that an idiom often used for heavy rain is cheveira canteros, uh, which which means... means,
1: Shall I tell you what it means? Go on. Oh, you said it, but I'm going to tell you what it means. It means to rain in jugs or pictures, quite similar, I guess, to our raining buckets. Ah, yeah, we said that. Which is what it's doing outside. Mm,
0: But there are other kinds of wet weather. It's not just about stair rods.
1: Oh, I know that one. It's quite old, I think, because nobody uses them these days. But stair rods are long, thin metal rods that were used to keep stair carpets in place on each step. Yeah. So if you imagine the rain is falling so heavily, it looks like metal rods falling from the sky.
0: These days, they use carpet grippers. Mm -hmm. It's a thin strip of plywood that you nail to the floor. Or the stair to keep the carpet in place and you couldn't really say it's raining carpet grippers because that'd be silly
1: <laughs> anyway other kinds of wet weather there's mist and we sometimes get that in the mornings here in portugal when the air is wet and gray and you can feel the damp
0: but it's not raining
1: mm-hmm.
0: not quite no. and then there's drizzle which is really light rain
1: and then there's the stage between mist and drizzle that I remember from growing up in Cornwall mizzle oh right. yeah a word i've not used since i was a kid mm mm-hmm.
0: and then there's that point when it's trying to rain when it might end up being a shower or it might not even start spitting mm we call it. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's spitting. It's oh, spitting.
0: spitting. Spitting. Get clothing. Get clothing <laughs> off at washing line now. Spitting.
1: Uh, and in the winter, <laughs> when it's midway between rain and snow, we call that sleet.
0: Yeah. A lot of our students have problems with that one. Sleet.
1: I suppose maybe it's quite peculiar to the to the sort of the climate that, that the UK has. Well, might be. And we'll talk more about different kinds of meteorological conditions, snow and storms and wind and sunshine, in our next episode about the weather.
0: Ah. And now it's time for Idiom of the Week. Idiom of the Week? And given that we're talking about the weather, this one's kind of appropriate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, sometimes situations get blown up out of all proportion...
1: Like when you have an argument about something silly. Exactly. Perhaps someone broke your favourite mug, and you loved that mug.
0: But, and remember, this is purely a hypothetical situation. It was only a mug.
1: Hmm, but you have a massive row anyway. (sighs) Well, that's a storm in a teacup.
0: Well, a mug, I guess. (laughs) In the States, apparently... They say a tempest in a teapot. Oh,
1: I like that. Yeah, it's nicely alliterative. Yeah, yeah. And in France and in the Netherlands, they say a storm in a glass of water.
0: Yeah, in Russia as well. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah, it may be derived from the writings of the Roman philosopher Cicero, who referred to somebody or other who was stirring up billows in a ladle.
1: It was a nice mug.
0: You know it was a made-up story, right? I know. Hmm. And here we are at the end of another episode of Proper English.
1: We hope you've had fun listening in on our conversation. Please tell everyone you know about us.
0: Your friends, your family, anyone who's studying or learning English.
1: And don't forget to like this episode and leave us a nice review and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts
0: or Podbean
1: or your favourite podcast app. That way you'll never miss an episode and you can email us at properenglish
0: or one word
1: at sapo.pt if you have any suggestions for future podcasts or if you just fancy a chat.
0: And of course you can join us on Instagram or Facebook where you can ask us any questions you might have about English grammar.
1: Mm -hmm. So until next time it's goodbye from me
0: and it's goodbye from me too and thank you for listening to Proper English,
1: it was my favourite mug. Good grief.